everybody, what's good? It's your boy, you love Nick Tanner, back again with another episode of Gaming Gone Weird, the gaming podcast about everything in all gaming, plus the weird games that me and Pete bring to the channel to talk about with you guys, man. Um, on my right, I have my main man, my best friend, Not Ghost Stories, here to cover all the great topics that we have for you today, man. Pete, what's up, baby? How you doing? Oh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling loose, man. I've got... I've been doing lunges and I'm feeling pretty strong and loose. So yeah, you're gonna jump on someone like a jungle cat. I like that. That's a mm -hmm. that's a very mm -hmm. aggressive. That's a de that's an Butt aggressive stretch. Yeah, that's yeah. an aggressive stretch. I like it though. Yeah. I like it though, man. I just got boxed up by my mic, but all right. That's I'll good, look. man. Sometimes it needs to <laughs> check you back to reality. I feel you, man. What have you been up to? Not much, dude. I'm just ready to talk about some games. Uh, I'm actually off for like the whole week. Uh, just cause I had a little vacation time from work. So nice. I've just been kind of chilling, doing a lot of gaming. Um, I've been playing a lot of dragon quest treasures, which I will be talking about on the show. Once I beat it, I've been about like 18 hours deep and I started this game maybe last Friday. I know I started it right when I, um, hopped on vacation and I've mm -hmm. been like truly enjoying it. Game is like absolutely fantastic. It's, uh, it's very good. Uh, if you ever played any of the Dragon Quest games, it's kind of like a spin-off version of it. It's not like a turn-based action type of game. It kind of has the RPG elements of like how they level up and the way that you could like build your team around certain monsters that have like certain attack points or certain mm -hmm. defense points that have certain spells, uh, weaknesses, all all that type of stuff. And um, basically, the whole point of the game is to hunt and get a bunch of treasure. Loot up all the treasure until you have an insane vault worth of like gajillions and gajillions worth of uh of funds. I don't know what their funds is in that game, uh, but dude, it's a great game. I've been loving playing it, and uh, it's kind of like sparking me to kind of be on my Dragon Quest grind. Like, I've been playing mm -hmm. this, and now I'm just like, hold on, they just came out with that Dragon Quest Monsters game. You know what I'm talking about? The one they just released, it's like literally all monster based. It's kind of like a Pokemon spinoff kind of, and then it has uh, the, all the different monsters that you can fuse together. Yeah. There, there was a game released. boy. There was a game boy. I played the game boy version. So dragon warrior monsters for game boy color. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, I remember playing that. So that's kind of getting me like inspired to want to play that and go through and play all the dragon quest games starting off at one. Yeah, uh, which is a big Whoa. task, but I think that's yeah. a lot of hours, dude. That's it's a lot, lot of hours. It's a lot of it's a lot of hours, but like as like Dragon Dragon uh, Quest Treasures has me like pumped to want to do it though. Yeah. So, what about you, man? What you been up to? What you been playing? Dude, I played a lot of Magic: The Gathering Arena this week. I saw, dude. I've seen you a like lot. this dude is on Twitter, guys. Guys, Pete is on Twitter and he's posting pictures of like Magic: The Gathering cards, talking about hmm like what like what, what like what like what kind of engagement you think you're gonna get from that oh like, i'm just hmm. posting the cards that i go up against as somebody who's spending zero dollars uh that I, i'm getting spanked to um so every time one of those cards like because it's in a way it's pay to win because it's virtual so you can spend the person who's spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on packs virtual yeah. packs they're gonna they're gonna be in a better spot than you um so i'm going in trying to do a no <clears throat> like a no pay, see how high I can get in ranked, but pretty pretty immediately y you're getting spanked. Like you yeah. can't because of the way that so I'm I'm new to the the whole thing and like they have dozens of formats. So for example, like 
the current rank system, you can use any card from the last two years of prints. Um, there's another format where you can use any card from the last three years of prints, but that's not the current like ranked format. There's a format where you can use a card from any print ever made. So you might have cards from 20. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Cool. Huh? You can have cards from uh, any print since the game came out. So you might have cards from 10 years ago versus a card that was published last week. So it's, you have to have, First of all, you have to have money if you want to if you want to pay, which I'm never going to pay for the digital version. Um, but it's hard, man. It's just like it's like uh, you're just not going to do well unless you have this this knowledge of everything that's available. So you can kind of pick the format that you want to like limit yourself to. So if I'm brand new, I'm I'm limiting to myself for the last two or three years. Um, but there's definitely people on there who play like. You might have cards. Like, it's there's so many cards, man. It's a trading card game. Like it's right. been around forever. But so you're, you're you're even talking about cards that are like ten years old, man. Like I don't even remember what I had for breakfast most of the time. So you're you're talking about cards that could have been way back in the day that could have been absolutely broken for a certain meta, exactly. Stuff like exactly. That. So it's like um, it's like yeah, it's like playing a shooter and you have access to all the forms of uh, or like playing Overwatch and you have access to all the forms of that character that's ever been made so maybe on release it was super broken you would have access to that and someone who doesn't have money or uh, haven't been playing that long will only have access to the current one that person's going to lose every time so it's right. like it's a little like it's fun but it's like a little frustrating because once you see certain cards you're like okay I can't win like it's over yeah, I don't. I mean, that's the annoying thing about card games. Like with Pokemon, at least there's like maybe like six, seven decks that are in like rotation that could like decently be good. And most most decks usually cost around the same, uh, just because if it's a good deck, then they'll mm-hmm. upcharge for the card. Uh, but the only thing I don't like about Magic is there are cards that are like very rare that are very good that if you spend the money on it, you'll and win very a lot expensive. of your matchups. Yeah, right, right. And I'm not, I'm not really down for that, but. Hey, man, I like that you're playing card games. I think card games are super fun. I've always said it on here, man. I'm a big Pokemon TCG guy. I think Pokemon is like something that I like to do because when I don't want to fin- sit in front of a screen all the freaking time. So it's like I want to go out, engage with people, or I just want to like, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I like mm-hmm. I like being able to like compete IRL in like cards. And it's just kind of like a, a mental break from actually sitting in front of a screen and doing video games all the time, which I do do the online too. But it's just different, like you know, if you're playing the cards. So, right, right, yeah, it's fun. It's it's uh, it's just like a new a new avenue, a new lane. Um, as far as the game goes, it's very, like it's it's really. I think it's well made. All the complaints are usually having to do with purchasing. Like, oh, I, you said if I purchase 500 packs, you'd guarantee me, you know, this rarity at least three times, and that didn't, you know, like those are the types of reviews, not necessarily with the technical parts of the game, like. When you play it, like when you play a card, it'll highlight all your options in blue. So even if you're new, you know exactly what you can and can't do. Um, like it, it everything's ordered very nicely. Like it's not hard to pick up. Like it, it doesn't just throw you in and say, "I right, figure it out." It's like, hey, you can do these things. Um, you know, do you want to do those things? It doesn't just go. You don't have to figure it out. I get um, you. So that that's that's pretty. It's pretty nice to new players. Right. Yeah. Thank you, man. I'm glad you're enjoying it, man. I'm glad you guys are all here for another episode of Gaming Gone Weird. Like I said, this is number episode number 64. We've been doing this podcast for a very long time. Um, I do want to say before we kick off into everything, if you guys like this show and you guys want to help support us, easiest way to do so is hitting the subscribe button, 
literally free if you like any sort of things that we do. If you guys want to keep posted on us and make sure you guys get the notification when we go live at 8 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday, best way to do that is hit the subscribe button. Like, comment, all that stuff, word of mouth. You guys know what to do. I'm ready to kick off the show. I think we're going to save the question of the day for one of the topics that we have down the road because it kind of fits in with what we're going to talk about. So no question of the day right now, but make sure when we do the question of the day, you guys type in your answers in the comment section down below or make sure you guys say it live because I definitely want to interact on this one because the Game Awards happened and uh, there's a lot to talk about about it. And I think me and Pete have a lot of good things but also kind of eh, iffy things we want to say about it so uh mm-hmm. we want to we want to get everybody involved in uh the big show that happened for this year uh pete you ready to uh hear the games that are coming out this week uh yeah actually so there are, hurry up. There, there are, yeah get it going <laughs> the game uh we have a lot of games coming out this week one of them is baron breakfast that's coming out for the ps5 ps4 playstation definitely has a winner with that one Hammer Watch 2 is coming out for the PlayStation 5 and Switch. Funny it's not coming out for Xbox. Little Nightmares 2, a classic uh, platforming game that is very good. It's coming out for iOS and Android. Uh, Potion Craft is coming out for the PS5, PS4, and Switch. SpongeBob SquarePants, the Cosmic Shake, is getting an iOS and Android version. Viewfinder is coming out for the PS4. Very weird that it wanted to go current gen. Um, Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition is coming to the phone. A lot of phone games. I didn't know like iOS and Android is really getting into gaming like this. Uh, Palio is coming out for the switch. That's coming out December 14th, 2023. And last but not least, we are getting the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, the hidden treasure of area zero, the Indigo disc. I know Coco is going to be super excited about that one. I know he's, uh, really amped on the inside to get some new mons and new, so competitive mm-hmm. fighting. I know mm-hmm. I am. I definitely want to see some new competitive moves kind of reach the meta and just kind of update that decks a little bit more. I say that, but I haven't played the first DLC, so I'm kind of a fraud. I definitely know. Yeah, we didn't know that, but yeah, now I we gotta, do. Yeah. I got to catch up. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to hide nothing from the chat. I'm, I'm clean. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, still, yeah, no, I'm with you. I still love Pokemon. I still love Pokemon, but didn't know if I, if I wanted to wait or if I wanted to do it right away. My mind said, wait, too many good games to play. Uh. <clears throat> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was about ready to roll, but then something was. You gotta hit throw, the cough you know? button when you do that. <laughs> it's so funny because Mo was down here and she was like, "You gotta like practice." You know how like singers do like do re me. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. oh, and I'm like, I'm not doing that. Maybe I should have. Because now it feels like I have a frog in my throat. Let me get a sip of water real quick. Um, while we are uh, while we're hanging out, I wanted to share some cool swag I got in the mail from a good buddy of mine. Oh yeah! Oh um, yeah! 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 If you guys don't have a friend who 3D prints, uh, I highly recommend it. So my buddy Ryan, and you can find uh, him on, uh, I believe he has a Facebook and a TikTok. Look for Prods Prince, P-R-O-D, Prods Prince. Uh, he sent me a little Hearthstone care package with some, uh, with some swag. The first is this coaster, if you can see it. It's a thickum. That, but, coast, that uh, is a very thick coaster, bro. Basically that table like, has nothing to fear. I think it's epoxy, maybe? But mm-hmm. basically, like, 3D printed the logo and made it into a coaster. So I'll have, uh, I'll have this on the, uh, the game station right now. Made me a little uh, baby murloc. With that little is really sword. cool. I like, his, uh, I like his little sword. So some background, uh, some background swag just to have in the background. Um, made me a can holder so you don't actually drink out of this. You just put your cans or your White Claws straight in there. Salute. Pretty sick, Salute. right? Salute. Yeah. And uh, Salute. my favorite part, 
Is the Nintendo Switch uh, docking uh, holder? So this is insane. That, that so is the, actually insane. The Switch insane. will sit right in. Here, I went forward right in here, mm-hmm. and then this like this sits in the you know the front, so it looks like it's sitting in this like bed of gems. Um, yeah, that's Prods Prince. Check it out, man. He does he does all kinds of stuff. Uh, like a lot of minis for D anD D. Does minis for like Warhammer. Um, he's like. He like um, he does a lot of Pokemon, gets a lot of Pokemon requests. So he'll put that uh, like you see a lot of uh, reviews where people have like a Gengar on their desk or mm-hmm. um, you know just little stuff like that. Um, there was one where it was a toadstool mushroom, and uh, the top came off. It was like just a little something to hold stuff in. You put the you put his little toad head back on. Like it was it. cool. It was cool, man. I'll be checking out Prod's Prince right after the stream. I know that for sure. Make sure you guys check him out. Hopefully, I spelled it right in the chat. P-R-O-D-S, Space Prince. Check him out on Facebook, man. Um, really, just like, I wanted to just, I thought that was kind of cool you showed it off, man, because that's some really cool gaming stuff, man. It, it just shows how creative people are. It really is. That's you know what really else? Cool. Like, over the the longer you, you it, it just feels cool because the longer you're doing content and you're streaming and you, as you meet people, you get, you just like accumulate random stuff. Like, um, you know, he also printed the, 3D printed the Wingman uh, in the background here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some other little items up there that's, uh, that have just accumulated. Like someone made me into a Funko pop for my birthday. Yeah. Um, but just like, I think this is the type of stuff that is cool to like put into your, oh, into yeah. your space and like show it off. It just, I don't know. It's cool. I I'm dig on it. My, I'm on my dragon quest craze. So I'm gonna need some 3d printed for dragon quest. I'm about to be hitting a boy right after this. Get, that, get a King slun with a crown. Yeah, I think that'd, that'd be, be kind of, yeah, that'd be kind of tough. Like someone to sit back here. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be cool. He would do it. He would do it for sure. I love it, man. I love it. Uh, kicking it off into the first topic of the day. If you guys don't know, if you guys have been living under a rock, uh, another bad game has dropped. So me and Pete have been kind of doing this thing <laughs> on Gaming Gone Weird where we kind of just highlight the bad games that have been coming out in 2023. We're very adamant when we see these type of games and we see the problems that these games have. We want to talk about it and bring it to your guys' attention so you guys don't fall into the same mistake everybody else did. The problem with this game is that you won't be able to fall in that same mistake because the developer that made this game actually shut down. I repeat this game. The developer shut down. And this is someone who created the game. And then one day later decided that the company was going under and they were financially not able to keep the game up and running. I am talking about fantastic. And the game I'm talking about today that we're going to cover is the day before uh if you guys don't know what this game is it was labeled to be an mmo zombie survival shooter um you can see here it says after five years of blood sweat and tears we finally say these words the day before is out now and i thought this was funny because the x context notes literally called it out and said the game was falsely advertised for years as an mmo survival game and is an extraction shooter the game steam page as linked in the original post clearly states this re-reviews before purchasing this game uh so this game has been having a lot of problems um and then they come out with a statement saying today we announced the closure of fantastic studios unfortunately the day before has failed financially and we lack the funds to continue All income received is being used to pay off debts to our partners. We invested all our efforts, resources, and man hours into the development of the day before. 
which was our first huge game we really wanted to release new patches to reveal the full potential of the game but unfortunately we don't have the funding to continue the work they go on and can say we're sorry hopefully we can continue game making these games in the future but as of right now we have to step back and it is very difficult for us you can see the list of games that they put down below the two ones i really want to highlight is the day before which was really really hyped up and prop night which is basically a inspiration or a successor to dead by daylight uh pete have you have you seen the day before have you seen the uh the footage and the gameplay for this game the biggest rumors that i saw when learning about this game was that they were cutting uh game footage from other games that have already come out or other yes. game previews that have already come out and used it as a part of their uh as a part of their previews yes and trailers um so i'm extremely interested to see if that if those rumors actually uh came to fruition there a little bit and see like if so i'm sure someone has where they've like showed the footage and they tried to say if you if you look at this section you'll see that it's from this game or whatever um i don't know like was the issue because of all like the misinformation or was the issue that it it just ended up being really, really bad on release, kind of like a Gollum situation. But unlike that, like that studio went out of business. So they they obviously put out multiple games. Um, so maybe they were just in the hole the whole time and like they, they took this on and maybe it was too much work. I think you're really like, this is the one time where I really just didn't want you to be generous and give them the benefit of the doubt, bro. Like this game was just definitely from the start. It was a cash grab. Um, I, I really, I really hate saying it like that because for one, I didn't play the game, but for two, I wasn't paying $40 to play the game for all the stuff that I've seen before and everything that was kind of leading up to this game. Right. So the problem is, as you said it before, it was taking assets and taking ideas based off other games and other trailers. They also bought asset packs from Epic and literally just copied and paste those assets from like that other people made and throw it into their game. They didn't have not one lack of creativity. They went into Epic, type in that, oh, I want this city pack, and I want to throw it into my game, and I want this survival kit, and I want to throw it into my game, and just literally copying and pasting it. Um, and Ooh. yeah, and we That's should like, look. we've seen that we, we, we've watched it and I, I don't know if we watched it on here per se, but the, the, the proof was in the pudding. I, I saw a lot of this trailers and it really didn't show any gameplay. It just showed like really glimpses of stuff that wasn't even in the game. There was a clip and I wish I would have pulled it up. Dude driving an orange Lamborghini speeding through Illis killer can, uh, Quote me on this because we were watching this in my stream. Um, and Illis Killer, or not my fault, not Illis Killer. He wasn't driving the orange Lamborghini. <laughs> you wish. Um, yeah. The dude driving the <laughs> yeah, you wish, buddy. The dude driving the orange Lamborghini, he's just speeding through. Deer comes by. It looks all like barren and banded. And it's just like some Iron Legend stuff. Yeah, like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you get like the dead, you know, like, world is abandoned. Yeah, post apocalyptic type. Yeah. Now, yeah. I didn't see not one orange Lamborghini in there. And it's really misleading, and the whole idea of it is it just looks very lied about. It looks like a cash grab. It doesn't look great. They're talking about we put so much time and effort into this game, and it looks like your basic, like, cash grab. It looks like PUBG, dude. Doesn't it look like an iOS game? Like, we're talking about, well, we we wanted to build a game that we wanted to put love, passion, hours, patches into. And to come out and just after 24 hours. Like, 
they knew this was going to happen. You don't know after 24 hours that you're going to drop your company, bro. You you don't someone say knew. that. You, someone knew. Someone knew something. Yeah. We're talking 24 hours. You're like, nah, bro. That like, you know what? We couldn't do it. We're just financially down. After you released the game, they knew something was up about it. Um, and like, I see this stuff about. Um, hold on, before I get into that, actually, um, I think this is the publisher. The publisher had this tweet to say. To all the day before players, as the investor of the day before, we would like to provide some updates on the current situation around the game. We are sorry for the fact that the game didn't meet the expectations of the majority of the players. Today, we will work with Steam to open up refunds for any players who choose to make a refund. So you're talking about someone that's saying, like, anybody who wants a refund right now, Come we're going to do it. that. You, you know what it, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Steam has rules to that stuff. We're talking Steam has the rule. If you play less than two hours within two weeks... Full refund, no questions. They're saying if you even touch this game or if you bought this game, we'll issue full refunds for anybody. And they even said that any of the refund money or any of the money that goes back will not even go back to them. It will go to paying off the debt. Um, and then also, it's not a really a good look when your your company does this. This guy is obviously upset with saying the game wasn't the way he wanted it to be. Oh, and it's such a, big a disgrace. dumb tweet, dude. That's such a bad <laughs> he tweet. Says, this was our first big experience. In quotes, shit happens. Pete, if you saw that as a gamer and you you get excited for this game, we're talking about a game that they were showing off stuff for. I watched the trailer when I first got into gaming gone weird. So that had to be around February. I watched the trailer and instantly we saw little glimpses of like taking a little bit of stuff from call of duty, taking a little Mm. bit of stuff from the last of us, taking a little bit like here and there, you know what I'm saying? Picking, picking, picking people call them out on it. And then now people are upset with a game that's been waited for and expected to be great for a long period of time. And they have the audacity to say shit happens. No shit don't happen. Right. Are you serious, right. bro? You're playing a game. It's a it's a cash grab. It it I I think this like points to a, a bigger issue as well. Um just the general kind of attitude right now of again, we've talked about this so many times of like publishers and developers and whomever knowingly releasing bad products because they, they played the game. You tested it. You had to play it to make the trailer. And you and you know how bad it is, and you still put it out, and you're like, hope for the best. And you wonder what pushed that along, and I'm sure it was the you know the the runway of the cash and the money and everything, but to still just like throw it out and just like people aren't gonna notice, especially especially when the game awards just happened and everyone's like everyone's being highlighted on and probably investing in games that they're seeing or winning in these awards. So you're it's coming out at the same time as like all of those actual quality products have, have been highlighted. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Like, like saying shit happens. is just, it's like, that's why we get mad. Like, that's why we were upset with you because this is the attitude. That's not what you say to someone who put money into their game. You generally had people upset for people who were very excited and supported you financially. Right. Um, and I will say like, kind of like, you brought up the game awards just happened. We're done with 2023. We wrapped it up. Everybody got their awards. We'll be talking about that later about who won, who lost, who we thought got like, you know, um, what's the word, bro? I'm thinking of the word got, uh, snubbed. Sorry. Sure. Snubbed. Uh, but 
2023 is over with. We're kind of like, that's in the past. Like, okay, this game didn't win. These games mm-hmm. won. We're mm-hmm. good. Let's focus on 2024. We had the marketing. We had all the trailers from the Game Awards. And now it's like, now we're focusing on what's coming out. What's going to be competing for 2024 after this year of a great 2023? Possibly, like, can go down in history to be one of the best gaming years in a very, very long time, especially with the past three years being on a downfall due to, like, COVID and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're finally starting to see those games that got pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, and that are finally coming out. And now we got like 2024 release days, 2025. Looking at the next big thing, you're talking about an MMO open world zombie game. People love like zombie games. I don't know what it is. I've never been a big zombie guy. Like I know a lot of people that like the Dying Light games. Uh, I know uh, Dead Island. Dead Island was also like mm-hmm. a very good game. Dead Island mm-hmm. 2 that came out uh last of us another big zombie game but the last of us isn't more like open world it's a story game yeah yeah, so like this is like an open world and people were very excited and seeing the things you could do that they that you thought the game would be about it just it wasn't it gave me division (laughs) vibes remember the remember the division yeah so that's what a lot of people are comparing is this is like people are saying (laughs) mom i want to play division i want to play the division and your mom's like we have the division at home and right. this is the division at home. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like this is like this is what I'm I'm thinking of. This we have um, mac and cheese at home. No, ma, we don't have craft and mac and cheese. No, we got I'll, I'll let you I'll let you finish in a second, bro. But like I want to get this off oh, my chest before I let you finish, I was bro. But, it, yeah. Like the, the the problem is is with it being an open world big zombie game. I watched, I'd say four hours of gameplay, um, and the guy that posted it, you can see the his name in the bottom right, um. But he posted this gameplay, and for a zombie game, why is it so bare? Do you see any zombies? Do you see anything going on? It's nothing is in this game. Nothing's going on. It literally looks like stuff that you would grab from other games, put it into this one, and just like hope for the best. Let's see if it runs good. It looks, bro, like this doesn't look like a game that like took heart and took like dedication and time. Look at you, bro. If this is really a zombie game where zombies are just flooding the streets and zombies are around and you have to survive, why haven't I seen one zombie? Why am I just like, oh, I go into a building, I see one zombie at a time? That's not what I want to see. That's not what I want to do. Right. I don't know. Like, we just, we don't know what goes what goes wrong and at what point. Like, it's so easy to make game trailers uh, in terms of just making everything look good. Um I don't know. I don't know if it's it's like like they said, um I think the the Gollum team said the same similar things like it was their first big swing at a big game. So maybe with smaller studios or or they're like hey, let's take a big swing and try to do something great. I don't mind taking risks. I I, I like it. Um and sometimes you fail. They failed. But I'll tell you what's not a failure is like responding properly to your failure. Uh and they did not. So pretty bad look on their part, especially that person who, who tweeted that. Um, like the gaming community is not, it's so quick to, to move on. Yeah. It's so quick to move on. So if you mess oh. up, like your reputation's done, it's, it's, you know where, it's so hard to get back. You know where I grabbed this picture from? It's, I don't know. It's on the day before Reddit page. This is their picture. <laughs> this is what people that made the Reddit page, this is what they're representing their game off of. They made this like, so you understand their frustrations with it. If you go right. through the Reddit page, guys, you could go through the Reddit page and like a lot of these are more like um, I saw a Reddit guy. He's all like, 
Uh, this game was not what I expected to be, and I'm very disappointed, but it's my fault for getting my hopes up. When you have your fans saying that, like getting a snap back into reality over your game, bro, like that's that's tough. Um, and then also I saw like tweets like this is what you guys need to do to get your full refunds. That's what the 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 Reddit is consisting of is like how to get your money back more of just like rebelling against the people who made this game. So it's kind of crazy. I also saw on the Reddit page, like, you know how I was saying, like how like people just kind of, they get, they get like copy and paste and barely put it, barely put in any effort. I watched somebody right. get a fairly close representation of the day before he made his own game. He, he got pretty much the rough idea of what they did in probably an hour and a half. And oh wait, like he re- recreated it. He recreated the trailer with the Lamborghini. All he did was pick a car, set up camera angles, and I I wish if I I'm gonna go ahead go ahead and um talk real quick. I'm gonna go ahead and find this trailer for you guys. Go yeah, and, I uh, just I, what, what okay. So so like while I'm looking for this, do you think this is like this takes the cake for the game and gone weird worst game of the year? Or do you? So who, who are the other guys? who are the other candidates? Gollum. So, We'll we'll all have a vote here. If we're gonna talk about the worst game of twenty twenty three, Redfall is nominated. Golem is nominated. Rise of Kong is nominated. Rise okay. Yeah. And then the day before is nominated. I'll okay, let you guys I, talk while I uh go find this really quick. So worst game that's still available for purchase or just worst game? The because worst game of twenty twenty three. I don't think day before is even available to buy anymore. I think they've completely removed it. Okay, so, so it was so the situation's so bad that this team just took it off the shelves. Basically, mm. it was a recall. They recalled the game. They're like, get out. We don't even want it on our. They're done on our it. platform. So in that in that case, in recency bias, you could say this is the worst uh, kind of worst experience. Uh, I think the worst active game that's still available to purchase is Kong. Now you can say what you want to say about Kong, but it. You can play through it. You can finish it, uh, and you can play through the, the title. Um, this one you can't even start, so it's yeah, it makes me guys, think it's not Kong. It makes me think it's not Kong is the worst game. On gaming gone weird, we even give the the bad games the benefit of the doubt. At least you could finish it. Like, this is what this this podcast this game stinks, down to. But you can you can start it and end it. Like it's you know what I mean. It's not possible. <laughs> possible. So. Um, and that studio isn't out of business, as far right. as I know. Um, so yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess like this has happened before, though, hasn't it? Like, what's, what's making this one, or or has it happened before? Like, what's making this one so controversial? Just like the blatant lying, or like the way they kind of misled the public, cash grabs like this. I know, but like people are gonna know. They're gonna find out so fast. Mm-hmm. So it's not even an effective cash grab. I think it's because the expectations were so high for a game like this. And it's not like this has been the only time and like the only representation of this. I think mm-hmm. this is the first time we've had it in a while to this degree. This is a very big degree uh, by a company that has literally a degree and a background of these games. We're talking prop night. That dozen, 
Um, you know what I'm saying? They have done games before, so it's kind of random to like me that they say 2023. This is where we get them. Right. We're and I'd have to look into those band. other titles too, and uh, and see if like any of those had any any kind of success. I, I don't know for sure, but who who's the one who apologized with ChatGPT? Oh, it was Golem. It was Golem. Was it Golem? They were like, yeah, we're sorry for, a, what did they say? Like, Lord of Ring. Golem. Lord of Ring. Go- Lord of Ring Golem. Yeah, Lord they spell their game correctly. It, like, looks good to me. But, like, ship it. I don't care. Dude, like, typed it on his phone or something that looked good to me back on the it's golf a, course. It's sent with iPhone at the bottom. Like, you didn't delete the signature. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think, I think that this is the worst situation by far. Because uh, I think you can still buy Gollum and and Rise of Kong, so this, yeah. this is something about this really just sent people the wrong way. Well, you hear to hear, folks. The worst game of the year goes to the day before, and it came out at the end of the year. So at the end of the year, give snuck it, give, in. Give uh, give the day before a round of applause for making the game <laughs> gone weird. Worst game of the year. It's a shame, absolute shame. I'm done talking about this garbage, man. I'm over it. We got to try and like, we yeah. got to try and get the mood up, man. Uh, let me know what you guys feel about the day before. Let me know if you guys got your forty dollars back. I'm looking at you, Ellis Killer. It was forty dollars. Ellis, did he did he pre-order? Oh, dude, he was so hyped for the game, so hyped. Damn, just didn't didn't pan out for him. Yeah. Um, in other sad news, uh, E3 is dead. Um, and that's not <laughs> let's me. Let's bring up the. Let's yeah, bring it up. We might as well just keep on going, man. We can't bring up the show anyway. E3's dead. We got to right. man up, blow our noses, man, wipe our tears, yeah. and on to the next sad thing. But E3 is uh, is dead, and that's not me being an overreactor. E3 is done, and they came out and said with this tweet, uh, after more than two decades of E3, each one bigger than the last, the time has come to say goodbye. Thank you for the memories. Um, Pete, how do you feel about this, man? Um, I, I feel like it's easy to say this. We saw this coming. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think uh, once Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo got big enough where they could just host their own showcases and have their own media events, this is kind of the the middleman a little bit. Um, I think the world just kind of outgrew them. I, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know how much. I know they canceled for COVID one year, but I don't know. They've been doing it for 20 years, so I don't know if it's – was that enough? Just one year without maybe, maybe that was enough to, to kind of bankrupt it. But what, it's just been so easy for people to create their own platforms and do their own thing and just kind of like launch themselves. It's, it kind of makes sense. Right. I want to give E3 their flowers. I think they put on a fantastic show and they've had a lot of great memories. Uh, I wanted to highlight this one because I saw this on Twitter. Uh, it's a picture of Michael Jackson actually at E3, like one of the, uh, the earlier E3s playing in our game. Oh, that's so game. cool. Ain't that like the coolest picture of all time? Um, I wanted to highlight that. That's really cool. I love that. Uh, but E3, um, whether you guys were hoping it died or not hoping it died or upset, um, E3 really walked so the Game Awards can run. Uh, E3 was back in the day. They kind of built up to this moment. And I think really the fall off for them is when they made it a public event. I don't think when you go to the game, like the Game Awards should be public. Like, I would love to go to the Game Awards, but if I went to the Game Awards, I'd like to go for like my journalism or I'd like to go to 
like represent and like get first look on these games because I want to talk about them. I don't want it just open to the public. Then it gets too cramped. Then it gets weird. Like who do you let backstage? Who do you don't? Um, when at it should just be just the members who got nominated at E3 and the people that are working on SSO game and that are there to show off their titles. Mm. So I, I, I think that was kind of a bad look for them. Um, and also, like you said, I feel like the world just kind of outgrew them. And it really started with Nintendo. Nintendo was like, we're going to start doing our own Nintendo Directs. And then people kind of went off that model and did it for their own subs. Uh, and I really like, I think when people saw that Nintendo was doing it for themselves, I kind of questioned it. it. was like, okay, why wouldn't you want to show your game there? But it worked out benefit, like perfect for them because they didn't have a time limit. They didn't have to like take out what they didn't want to show. They make their own rules and they show what they want to show and they put out what they want to put out and they control their segment of their, of what they're showing. Right, right. And then PlayStation came out with the PlayStation directs or the PlayStation uh, plays or the state of the play. And that Xbox has their own little version. So I think it does it work out. And then you get just what they want to market on it instead of just being like, Oh, you have time for one of your games, a little one minute speech about it. And yada, yada, you know what I'm saying? Right. Instead of being like held down to what they want you to do, you can do your own thing. And it works out because Nintendo, pretty much set it the boundaries for that um i still think that they should get themselves involved in the game awards i haven't like thinking about the game awards did we see a switch game announcement at all i don't know actually i don't think i'm sure some of those will be ported over eventually maybe but but nothing i feel like yeah nintendo wasn't really it's just just straight xbox playstation pc Outside so of they, Super Mario and, and Zelda. They're really trying to take themselves out of that category for like, I feel like they don't even want to be in the console wars or I feel like they just, they just know they're unique enough to where they don't have to worry about console wars. Right. Um, but big salute to E3. Like I said, great memories, great times. Um, I think the game awards, we are going to get into for our next topic. Um, I think the game awards, does a great job at what it does. I think this year was a great job. Obviously, I think the critics and I think a lot of people have like their own reasoning of why they don't like it. Um, how did you? Uh, so like, let's get into it right now. Uh, I want to talk about the game awards for 2023 because a lot of awards got given out, a lot of trailers got shown, um, a lot of people got snubbed, a lot of people upset that Spider Man didn't win Game of the Year. Um, I want to kick it off to Pete real quick and because um, Pete had some really good takes on this, but how did you feel not ghost stories about 2023 game awards? Not what people are saying, not what I say, not what you see on Twitter. I want to know how you felt watching the game awards of 2023. Every little bit of it. Um, I felt uh, one, I thought it was too long. Um, I think because, you know, E3 is out the door, I think that to me it felt like it was more of a marketing event than an actual, like, appreciation event. Um, it was about, I mean, so, like, it felt to me it was, like, commercials and then trailer, 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 and then they would announce one award. They'd have, like, one presentation of an award, and then they had, like, the Alan Wake musical, and then they had some like live 
like live bands play. And then it would be Jeff reading off like five different categories. Right. Like, oh, hey, and the best whatever goes to so-and-so. Congratulations. Anyway, let's see this new trailer. Like the awards itself felt like such a side piece of what it it, it advertises itself as. Um, I still think it's important maybe to have this type of stuff to just highlight and, and bring attention to like people you may not think about like the faces behind a game like Baldur's Gate when that guy walked up in the suit of armor you're like oh dang this guy like very tough this guy like very loves tough. his game and it sh- and it showed in the game um it just felt like a lot more fanfare than actual like meat to it cuz i i didn't hear that much from the people who actually won they it feels like they got pushed off stage pretty pretty fast um i don't need to see like three live bands I don't know. Like maybe, maybe if you have, like maybe you show some music from like the best music category, and like have someone come up and play a song or something. Um, like I didn't, I didn't care about that that much. Game trailers, I understand why they do it. I think that's cool. Um, also, like I, I don't understand some of like the celebrity guests that come out and, and talk. Like it's not the Oscars. Like why not have? I don't know, man. Like it, it, that's just weird to me. Uh, like Anthony Anthony Mackie coming out and talking, like his speech was so long, and he was like cracking jokes, but I don't know at who. Uh, I'm like, dude, since when have you? He he was getting hackled. He was getting hackled a little bit. So He's I going understand. to like who are like why are you here? Like you're you're in the you're in Marvel movies. Like why are so, you here? <laughs> I think it was because he was in Twisted Metal. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, an adaptation. The, yeah. So and to announce that they are having a season two. Big hoopla, but again, uh, he came out to announce that. So it's like, again, not what we're t- not what we're here for. Um, it's it just felt it to me. It felt just like a ton of marketing, uh, and we've we've gone into who deserves what in turn, like who should be what categories. Uh, I just felt like I was watching a lot more marketing and commercials than actual. I, I I just did not like when he was just reading off several categories at once. You know, he was standing there and had the the side overlay next to yeah. him. And he just like rattled off, you know, two, two to four, two to five categories in a row. He said, congratulations. And those people never got to, to speak, you know, sea of stars one didn't see a single person. Dude, he just like, he just I like was, sent it off and sent, sent them on their way. I was just about to say it, bro. I'm about to do on gaming gone weird. What they should have did for sea of stars, baby. Mm. Sea of stars. Yeah. <laughs> best independent game, baby. We're so back. Oh, so that's what i'm talking about yeah, that's what exactly. i'm talking about that's right. our game Pete. but they never got but they never that's got that game, <laughs> i was hyped they won you tell me they never but then oh nothing my, happened oh my lord like those people should have gotten on stage i saw right? stars win bro i was pumping my chest i'm like whoa yeah. you serious yeah. oh as they should have of course yeah um to kind of to kind of piggyback <clears throat> clear my throat Kind of piggyback off what you said, bro. I think you literally hit everything on the head. Now, getting into what I think, I love the marketing, which is hard for me to say because if I said I didn't love the marketing, we would get a Game Awards show that didn't get us hyped up for what is going to be expected for 2024-2025, which would stink. I love that they have that, but we need to show more respect and more love to these games that this might be the only time that some of these developers or some of the people that create these games or work on these games 
get nominated for an award. All right. That's the sad truth. It's not like it's not like they come into like 2024 and they're like, yep, we're back here. Not right. many studios can do that. Right. Not many studios will ever do that, bro. Larian, they they won game of the year. Big salute, big shout out to them. I know BG3, they had a lot of good awards that they won. They're not going to win another game of the year for another seven years. Who knows when they release right. another game? Right. Let them soak in that moment. Let them talk. Let them shout out whatever they got to shout out. CF Stars, Sabotage Studios, when are they going to have another award? Because now they don't have independent. You know what I'm saying? They 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 have to go into like a game of the year discussion. They have to go up now, or they got to try and shoot for one of the big boy ones. Right, right. Um, I do not care what celebrity you are, bro. I don't really, bro. This is the game awards. Let's highlight video games. Let's highlight the inspiration and the people that work on video games. Bro, I don't care if Christopher Judge takes his time and talks up there. Bro, Christopher Judge is one of the best performers when it comes to video games. He's Kratos. And he was and he was a part of Game of the Year. He's Kratos. It makes sense that he's there, right? He's Kratos. Bro, I don't like you know what I'm saying? Like he 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 is the guy. Let him talk. You know what I'm saying? I really don't want you know what I'm I don't need just some celebrity of a TV show or some I don't need the the flipping Muppet talking. I don't want the Muppet talking, bro. Why is the Muppet? Why is Gonzo talking? there? I don't know. Why is I don't Gonzo know. there, bro? I don't why, know. Who let him there? You know, I wasn't, you know I wasn't upset it was Gonzo. I just didn't know why he was invited. Why is the puppet there talking? What is <laughs> he like? Why do we need that filler? I have no idea. Oh man. No idea. It's just oh, I love like, but I, like here's the thing though. I love the Game Awards. I'd give it a 9 out of 10. I think that all the trailers we saw, um, all the games that we saw that won, that got nominated, I think the performances. See, I don't know if you said you liked the performances or you didn't like the performances. I love the performances. I didn't need them. Give Alan Wake, bro. Alan Wake, that little musical, that's so tough. That is so is tough, it? bro. Is oh, yes. Yeah, that's so tough. I love is that, it? bro. Yes. Bro, that was so tough. Are you kidding me? The only seeing, tough the only tough the musical main, act was that flu guy. Seeing the main yes, I you know the flu guy was, was actually pretty sick. You know that guy, guy was actually really tough. Flu guy kills it every year, bro. He was switching yeah. instruments and everything. They gave him his own mini stage. The whole band was on one stage and he had his own little thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, cool. But I, I like when they do that. Um uh, that part I get when they're like announcing the big the big finish and everything, but I guess they're playing music from the games. Like that's the point. Um, I, I understand why they do it. I'm just saying from like a personal standpoint. Like I, I don't want to watch the game awards for three and a half hours if it's if it's. I don't know. I, I guess I understand like the game trailers and stuff, but what you're doing is you're speeding up the winners from talking to to show more come by this in, in, in three months. And that's it's what like, my, that's what my boy that. Tim said down here. He said there was 31 awards. If you would allow 16 of them to accept their awards and give them five minutes, that's an hour and 20 just for rewards. You could spend the other 40 minutes. However you like. It was three hours though. It was over three hours. It was so a, you could, I think it was a four hour stream. Yeah. So they had the pre- it's not like they didn't have the time to add more people to be able to talk. 
they had the pregame and they had the war. You know what I'm saying? Um, so get into question of the day and I'll ask you guys this too. What was your favorite trailer that you saw from the game awards? Best thing you saw. Uh, um, number one. I saw, I saw a lot of like futuristic shooters, which I'm just like not interested in. I'll tell you this right now. Uh, I'm over like shooting in space, dude. I'm over it. I'm over oh yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, I said that from the get, bro. Like, yeah, stop yeah, with the space yeah. games, bro. Like, yeah. nobody like why? Who is getting that horny over Mars, bro? I'm not. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm not getting that horny over the sun and the it's moon. Just Elon. It's just Elon. I'm bro. good, bro. Like, come on. We had Starfield. That should have been the last one. Like, there are really good space games, bro. Like, I I think like Mass Effect's really good. I'm gonna let you finish, bro. Uh, no, no. I, Mass Effect. I thought that was a really good game. Starfield. I think it's decent. But like that's my limit. Like I'm, I'm done. Like stop showing me space, bro. I'm good. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I think Star Wars games will. That would pretty much be my only start. Like space game and like Halo, maybe. Okay. That's kind of like where I'm at. But uh, the the okay. I'm gonna say this. The Blade trailer was the most unexpected and the one I was like, oh, all right, man. I don't play a lot of. I don't play superhero games, but that trailer was actually. Oh yeah. Pretty hard. Pretty far up there for me. I thought oh, that yeah. was pretty sick. Yeah. Very good. I wasn't uh, expecting it. I wasn't expecting it. Right. I just know how crazy the movies are. And like for them to show that, I was like, okay, this 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 could be fun. This could be really fun. So mm-hmm. I'm looking I forward wanna, to Blade. I want to talk about that Light No Fire. Uh, if you remember that trailer, the creators of No Man's Sky yes. get making an all-new game. And it literally had everything that a trailer should. It had gameplay. It had really good cutscenes, really beautiful, really beautiful movement, really beautiful environments. It had weather changing, uh, which I thought was very cool. They had um, mounting to like animals. So like you could fly, uh, you could ride on things. Mm -hmm. And I think the whole world and the way that like the world is, it is. um, I think it's very cool. I think it's very intriguing and I want to learn more about it. Um, and I think this is a game that I could spend a lot of hours on, especially I have a lot of faith in no man's sky. Like that, that team, uh, a lot of people might think I'm crazy for that, but I will also say that, like, I think they've been through the ringer. I think they've had their troubles and they had their wrongs on no man's sky. They've learned from their mistakes. Now it's time to take everything they learned from no man's sky. Keep working on that when they can, but also let's, Let's move on and take everything we learned, all the all the bad, make this game good. And I, I think this game is gonna be great. And also for an honorable mention, uh my game of my game of the year, Final Fantasy 16, DLC Shadow Drop. Pretty tough. That's pretty tough. That's pretty tough. Drop free up. God of War DLC. Free God of War DLC. I heard that was tough. Just I heard free. that was tough. Yeah. Free though. Drop it. PlayStation said, you know what? Here you go free here not even 10 bucks is it here you go you just have it here you go just have it pokemon's charging like 40 for their dlc the bluey game is 40 bucks for two hours of gameplay yeah bluey baby let's talk about it let's talk about it (laughs) (laughs) is that Uh, your worst game of the year should i throw them on the thumbnail where would it have fit in the thumbnail would it have fit like right under the tier like the blue his, just Bluey's face as like a silhouette in the tear, just coming out of this. <laughs> uh, Day the Diver Dredge crossover DLC. I know, I know you're horny over uh, that. I know you are, bro. hundred percent. It's the it's the crossover we we didn't know we needed. I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm very excited. So, Did like you see, see it? 
which yeah. Dave, the Pixel Dave, is driving in the painted boat. Mm-hmm. It's like I love when, I love when Paint, painted illu- together, painted dude. illustration characters. Yes, sir. They said, "Look how great we are. Let's just come together." <laughs> no, like, dude, two great indie games. I guess supposedly. I don't want to get people mad. Supposedly, yeah. You don't want to <laughs> say that one. Dave's not an indie game. A great indie game and a great game made to look like maybe an indie game. Yeah, two just two great two games. Two great games. Yeah, yeah we'll just combining <laughs> together. Um yeah. Before we kick off into the last topic, I do want to say thank you guys all for being here. Again, I want to remind you guys if you guys do want to uh catch more of Gaming Gone Weird and not miss a show, we go live 8 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday. Um so make sure you guys subscribe if you guys want to keep up with us. Um also Liking, comment, subscribing. Let us know what we did wrong. Let us know what we did right. Let us know what you agree with, what we that you kind of disagree with. Um, rate our fits because I think my fit looks pretty good right now. I couldn't find a hat that kind of matched all three colors, so I went gray. Uh, but that's beyond the point. Uh, just make sure you guys do all those things because it is free to do, and it does help us out a lot. And we are trying to build gaming going where to something fantastic and through the roof. Uh, so... Literally, uh, if you guys could do that right now, that'd be great. I do want to kick it off to Pete. Pete's going to go ahead and close the show because he does want to talk about a game that he truly does love and that he played, and he wants to let you guys know his review on the one and only Mario RPG. So I'll go ahead and kick it off to uh, to Ghost, man. Go ahead and close this yeah, out we'll, with a good we'll review. Do, uh, yeah, we'll do a bit of a, an expedited review for, for Mario RPG. I think Super Mario RPG actually sits well with like gaming on weird and weird games in general. It's a remake uh, from way back when. And uh, I think it's one of the more unique Mario games for um, for your Mario collection. But it is just that. It's an RPG. Princess gets uh, gets stolen again, as per usual in the Mario universe and uh, you drop in um, and just like uh, any RPG, you start collecting companions. uh, You do a lot of turn-based fighting. uh, You collect a lot of items. You learn a lot of moves and then you can learn combo moves. You have ultimates, but it's all centered in the Mario RPG world. Now it is a remake of a very old game, Super Mario RPG. So when you're walking around this world, it's not, it's not necessarily like they brought a new like face to the game. It's just recreating what they created uh, a long time ago. So graphically, uh, it looks really, really nice as Nintendo does. Um, everything like all the sound design's good. There was no crashing or anything like that. But uh, it, you know, it's super colorful. But it there, it is kind of weird. Like. Like there's a ton of collectibles everywhere. So you might be just walking down a random pathway and there's just like one random chest in the middle of nowhere uh, that has no, it doesn't seem like there's any explanation around it. Yeah. That's what the old one looked like. Um, as far as RPG fans go, if you're an RPG fan first, I wouldn't necessarily pick it up for full price, uh, which is a lot as Nintendo does. If you're a Mario fan, you should definitely pick it up. But if you're an RPG fan first, and you're just kind of curious uh, I would wait to wait to pick this one up. I will say like the ultimate moves, just like ultimate moves in any RPG are really cool. Um, the combat is super, super simple. They do have a system where you can go back and fight bosses again. So if you want to play on the easiest mode, kind of uh, they call it breezy, which I think is a, a fun little name it's for tough. that. You can play it's on tough. breezy mode so you can breeze through it and then you can come back and fight the same bosses uh, and uh, on harder and harder difficulties. So for people who really want to, hundred percent it and uh and collect all the achievements for it um you can go do that or hundred percent it 
because Switch doesn't have achievements. Um, you can do that. Uh, as far as like the items go, I do like a game that when you uh, you get new items, it actually shows those items on your character. So as you get new weapons, it does show those weapons, and you do accumulate different moves based on the weapons and items that you have or the characters that you have out when you're doing the combat. Um, if you've played the original, you'll like it. I think it's a, a big step up as far as an upgrade from the original. Uh, again, if you've never played it, and you're an RPG fan, like wait for it to go on sale, put it on your wish list. Um, you know, work with your community. Maybe they can help uh, help pick it up. Uh, but for the for full price, I would I would probably hold off on it. Um, I do think they also missed a big opportunity to bring Luigi into the game. Um, and I know that's kind of like a running joke in the, the Nintendo community to not include Luigi in games, but um, they should have. I mean, I think if you're going to bring it back after so many years. They should have added more characters, and they just didn't bring any new characters to it, unfortunately. So, I feel you. I feel you um, that. It looks great. It looks great. Um, it's a show before, game. Before I let you continue, though, I do want to say, uh, Tim, I did get your KYN chat. I cannot log in through Know Your News, but I do see that you did leave a $3 uh, KYN chat. I don't know exactly what your question was. If you want to put your question in the chat, I'll bring it up, and I will... Uh, read it live on the air. I am so sorry about that. I haven't gotten a KYN chat since I've been uh, doing the show, so I haven't been signed in and everything else. So I will be more prepared next time for KYN chats. But if you do want to put your question on here or do put your statement on here, uh, that would be really much appreciated. But seriously, thank you for the three dollar KYN chat because that's amazing. Thank you. I think that's our first one on the show. Yeah, thank uh, you so very much. Seriously, thank you. That is really appreciated. Thank you for the three dollar KYN chat. Um. But I, I do want to continue uh, back to Mario RPG. I kind of feel like that this game could be really good. Not a full price game. Uh, I do like the colorfulness of it. I do like the RPG aspect of it. But it kind of turns me off that it's Mario, which is weird. Like, I just never seen Mario in that form of a game. So, like, I feel like a lot of people might think I'm crazy for that. But I think the game entirely looks very good. But like I think for that money that you're paying, like the sixty, seventy bucks, you could get a better. You get game Final Fantasy sixteen. You get every game of the year. Sea of Stars. You could right. get yeah. So I think it definitely is one of those games that you should definitely wait to get on sale. Because what is it? A fifty dollar game? Sixty. Mm-hmm. It's sixty bucks. There's a lot of titles you can get for sixty bucks right now. Um. um I yeah, I, I agree with you. It's the game is well made for what it is. I think it's just solid across the board, but. For the price tag, I, it just doesn't make a lot of sense when you could go get Alan Wake, you could go get Spider-Man, you could get Baldur's Gate, um, you could get Sea of Stars and Dredge, you know, you could get Day of the Diver and Dredge, mm-hmm. any other game and Dredge probably, you could probably get that. And Day of the Diver. Sea of Stars, oh. you know what I mean? So it's 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 the Mario universe, super kid-friendly. Um, if you don't love Mario, if you're just like, yeah, I like Mario, like you're probably not going to like it yeah. that much. Um, I want to get into Tim's question because Tim did pay money to have us read his stuff. So uh, he said, with GTA 6 going back to Vice City, what are your top fictional places and video games of all time? Uh, I would think that some of my best fictional areas are like worlds. Um, It is really, it's a throw up. I really like the, uh, the fictional area of Liza P. I liked the very dark, really gritty, really scary areas of Liza P. Um, I think they did it right. I think it looks very good, very clean graphic wise. I do like the whole aesthetic of the puppets and the machines. 
a really industrial feeling to it. Um, I did like the way the weapons are and the way everything looked within the world. Um, so that would be one of my nominations. Um, I've always loved the Sonic world. Um, I think that's one of my favorite things about Sonic games, especially um, there's just so many different levels and stages that Sonic does um, in the Sonic universe. Uh, you have the Green Hill Zones, um, kind of the ones that I highlight right like right off the rip. Uh, very traditional, very great stage. Um, I would I would generally say that. Um, for another fictional area, uh, that's a great question. I do like those two for sure. Mm -hmm. I would have to go ahead and, uh, what do you think for your fictional places of all time? My favorite fictional environments. And these are, uh, these are like fictional environments as in not real places. Just like things you see in video games. Yeah. It could be anything. Yeah, man. I, I really liked the, um, I really liked the. I'll say it, dude. I liked the Sea of Stars aesthetic. I liked I think the, the Dave, Sea of Stars Dave world. The Diver aesthetic was really cool. The Sea uh, of Stars world was actually like very cool. And it wasn't just like one plain location, bro. Like you would do a location for 30 minutes and then you would just completely warp into a different environment with a different climate and a different feel to it. Yeah. Um, and I always thought that was super cool that the way that they did that. And they've also done that world in previous games. Like they did that uh, world for the Messenger. So the mm-hmm. messenger and the sea of stars are in the same universe. Um, I would say that the uh, the Spider Man that also is a very good universe. It is the same location. You think of like New York City or New York, uh, but it's still great. It's I still thought Hogwarts great. Legacy. Had a really Hogwarts kick, Legacy had a is really probably environment. that has to be top um, two for sure. They really built the castle from like mm-hmm. top to bottom, and you could go anywhere. Um, I thought that was. Really, really cool. Now that you said it, I think probably Hogwarts has to be one of my top favorites too. I totally forgot about Hogwarts, which didn't get any rewards this year, which is uh kind of off. Yeah, I think I think it I think it got a it caught a case of the Spider Man where it was like uh, yeah everyone liked it, but it like the other games just did whatever they were doing just a little bit better. Right. Um, I I do think that Hogwarts Legacy should have been in like the top ten on the year i think uh i don't you know i think if you take super mario wonder and resident evil 4 maybe it comes in at the sixth spot um it it just wasn't because of all the stuff surrounding it um yeah i think i think those environment because they built all the little villages outside the castle Mm -hmm. um hogsmeade like going into there with all the little shops and vendors and like all the townspeople was really slick yeah i mean that was really dude that's a really good game uh and then um like you go all the classrooms and like they would teach classes you go sit in that was really cool i thought i was like the bully like the original bully game Mm -hmm. that's like having the school as the, the as the environment um i thought it was really cool um yeah i mean that's a really that's, i'm surprised that's it hasn't been question. one of our question of the day yet. <laughs> that, uh, that, that could be its own question of the day thank you uh, tim for the uh the kyn shout i appreciate it man um and thank you guys for another episode of gaming going weird that's number 64 for episodes of gaming going weird thank you guys so much for all the love i appreciate all you guys man pete tell the people where to find you and what you're working on next go 
Uh, I just put out a, a Dredge review actually yesterday. You guys can check that on YouTube, but uh, it's Ghost Stories Gaming or Ghost Plays Games. I'll just look for that on all socials, and uh, I'll just be doing game reviews, and I'm going to start uh, It Takes Two on Friday uh, as a co-op title. Uh, so we'll be doing Let's Play on YouTube. Everything's on YouTube, TikTok, and Twitter for the most part. But that's where you can find me. That's awesome, bro. I will not be playing It Takes Two with you, so do not ask me. Um Getting into uh, no, nah, I'm kidding. This is best with you. Um, thank I'm you guys for kicking in for another episode of Gaming Gallware. My name is Nick Tana. Um, I do game reviews. I'm a game critiquer. Uh, so usually I play video games and I critique them and how I see in my eye view for uh for video games. Uh, so if you guys want to check out that type of stuff, make sure you guys check me out at YouTube at you love Nick Tana. Also check me out on X if you guys want to see all my gaming tweets and like everything that I've been working on in my my day my day to life. You know my my by day to days so make sure you guys check that out um there was one more thing i wanted to shout out i forgot what it was uh yeah i'm gonna be playing dragon quest games so <laughs> that's pretty much if you want to see dragon quest uh make sure you guys check that out um yeah other than that be safe tell us when you love them thank you for another episode of gaming gone weird and being weird with us we'll catch you guys Peace. next week same time same place if you want to see all our videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, click the subscribe button below. Otherwise, we'll start posting spoilers about your favorite new movies.